Every day. It wasn't on key or rhyme and doesn't make sense because we don't have conversations every day. No, we don't, but uh, I'd like to think that we have silent conversations every day, you know? You know what, Cheese? On those days when I don't talk to you, you look up at that moon and I'll look up at that same moon and then we'll know that we're both out there somewhere looking at the moon. I'm pretty sure that's a quote from uh, an American tale with Bible. Is it from that or is it from other some other chintzy western show? There's definitely a theme of west in there somehow. Western. Yeah. I'd Google it, but I don't feel like it because we have a conversation to do. I'd Google it, but my home internet doesn't work anymore. Hello! Tugboat's going internetless crazy. Yeah, turns out the internet is a pretty big part of people's lives nowadays. Luckily, I have several devices that I have cell data on and I can, you know, just scrimp by. And then I went to work today and I was like, oh, good. I'll get my internet fixed here. Like some kind of crazy back alley crackhead. And, uh, nope. Internet wasn't working there either. Turns out my internet at work, when it gets too hot, it's like, come on, man. I, it's too hot out. Can we just can we do this later? Could you just call me in the morning? And, uh, yeah, that's been happening for most of the summer. So, internet, maybe I'll just give it up. No, no. Well, a lot of people, when they vacation, they turn off the internet. Or... Or they go to places that don't have internet access. That's true. It's quite true. Like or they have it, Germany. You have to pay for it. Nobody wants to pay for it, so you just go without. Like like Sweden. I'm pretty sure Sweden has the internet chain. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Amsterdam. And there's one of Cheese's first trademarks, not referring to him as the tugboat. Yeah. Oh. Oh, did you? You worm. Haven't missed a step. Haven't missed a beat. I wonder if our non-knowing-us-in-real-life listeners, and there are some, I wonder if they know what your real name is, because I've been pretty stalwart on keeping that repressed. Yeah, keep it that way, Tugboat. Those are good words. Those are nickel words. I'm going to get up to some ten-cent words here before we're done, I think. Done. Some dimers. Dropping dimers. Okay, Cheese, you said vacation. I think that was some kind of hint of what we might be conversing about today. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna converse about vacations and why the heck we go on them and why they're important. I think we should probably dig into different kinds too, because I mean there's lots of different sorts of vacations. I think we should maybe reach into the bag of vacation types and pull out a couple of handfuls. Yeah, I think it'd be good because I think uh, people might prefer maybe one of these other options and uh, maybe the tugboat and I will share which one we prefer. Just hold it up in the light and let it ooze down your wrist. Figure out which one you prefer. That's what I'm into. Mm. Ew. Interesting. Interesting. 
Yeah, or somebody has some nasal issues. Nasal. Gross. It's like navel, but way grosser. Way grosser. So, cheese. What, uh, what, what, vacations? What, what's the point? What, I, shouldn't I just work all the time? I'd rather just work. I don't, I'm not even sure I need weekends. I should probably just, what would I need a vacation for? Oh, what is? But what would a break do for me? Oh, it'd give you a chance to recharge, maybe refocus, maybe de-stress. All that stress from work. A lot of people work jobs where their work is just super stressful. What if I? What if I like that? What? If, what if I like stress? What else does it do for me? Well, what else would it do for you? Well, might uh, might make you a more interesting person. I mean, a lot of people, um, Jeez, please. all they can talk about is work. And then you're like, man, I wish this guy had something more to talk about than work. You go on a vacation, you got endless stories. Jeez, first off, how could I be more interesting? <laughs> Not possible. Secondly, what kind of stories are you going to get on your vacation? Vacation. I'm going to share one right now. That was, yeah, the, be... that was the noise for story time with cheese. <laughs> Passing the cheese around. Um, so, one of my favorite stories is the time I went to Europe in 2012. And basically, like all of Europe, like I went to Paris, I went to France, Solomon Islands, you know, just. Basically, Europe. All of it. And when I was in, in London, um, they have these things. Like, this is something that I was surprised about, was, was paid toilets. Like, basically, toilets around the world are crazy. There's so many different kinds. Some don't come with toilet seats. Um, some, they have, like, weird, weird mechanisms to flush, like maybe, like, a, a cord that comes down from the ceiling or, or uh, one that's just, like, on the ground and you, you flush it with your foot. Um, but in London, they either, a lot of places they charge you to either get into the bathroom or they have these standalone porta potties that you have to pay to get into. That so, seems dangerous. Yes. So, poor planning cheese. You know, you, you get there, you get caught up in just all the sites that you got to see and all this kind of stuff. And you just think that a bathroom is going to be easily accessible, like anywhere you go. You don't know where they are, but you feel you can just, you know, pop into the old Mickey D's or something like that, and it'd be fine. Um, but Cheese was, was sightseeing and completely didn't realize how full his bladder was getting. Bubbling um, up to the top. To the very top. Like, I actually don't think my bladder has ever been more full. Gross. And, yeah, super gross. So then I, I start to realize that this happens, and I'm looking around, and there really was, like, no place for me to just go. I was in a big open area, so it's not like I could go behind a bush or dip into the woods or something like that, because I have done that before in Guelph. That's a whole very, other story, though. 
very successful. Um, so then I, I'm scrambling because, like, I'm in a different country. Like, nobody knows me there, but I still don't want to just straight up piss myself in in London. So I, I come, I eventually come across this pay standalone porta potty, and uh, I go up to it, and it's a pay thing. Like you can't get into it unless you pay. You like pay, and then the door slides open, and then you get to go in. Oh, you'll pay. Yeah, well, I had to pay. So, but then, of course, uh, much like when you go to say like uh, a vending machine, and you don't have the right size bill, oh, or they don't no. take bills. So, I didn't have the right amount of change. I think I was short a, a pence or a shilling. I'm not sure. And so then I had to go and then purchase something. So I had to walk probably about like five minutes to get to a place where they were selling stuff. So I ended up buying, I think it was like a, uh, uh, like a, I think it was a caramilk. I think it was just, it was like a chocolate bar. I got it. They give me the change. I go back. And of course, when I go back, somebody is in the toilet. Like Pro- somebody's in there already. Probably really going for a big old number two. Oh, big time. And, like, at this point, I'm kind of like, you know how, like, like, you're about to piss yourself, so you're, like, really scrambling to get there. And you think that as soon as you get there, everything's going to be perfect for you, and it'll be open, and everything will be good. So you're almost, like, your bladder's kind of ready to, like, let loose. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, finally got the money. I'm totally going to be able to go in there. So then there's somebody in there. So then I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and I'm waiting and doing the pee dance, like, full-on pee dance in, in, in London. Right and outside the toilet, which would have been... Hilarious. Yeah, which my pee dance looks a lot like. Um, I don't know if anybody's ever seen the music video for Criss Cross's video for Jump. Like, Criss Cross will make you jump, jump. So they have a dance. I was doing that. And finally, the person exits. And so I go to get in there, like, right away. But has to close and self clean itself. Oh my god. Yes. So then it closed on me. I didn't get in there quick enough. It closed on me, so I had to wait for it to self-clean itself. Awful. Then I finally pay the money. The door slides open, and I'm in there. I'm so happy, like total relief, just scrambling for the, the button and zipper on my pants. Uh, I'm wearing shorts. I get it. I get it down. And then, of course, the door behind me wasn't closing. Yeah, I think at that point you just let her fly. Well, that was the thing. I was like, for like, a, like for like maybe thirty seconds, I'm kind of sitting there like, okay, hey, close, close, and then it got to the point where I was just like, I don't care, like, fuck it. So I just full on, like, just start peeing, and then come on, yeah, yeah, and it just slowly closes behind me in a nice, dramatic fashion, and then I had to pee, and like, I will never forget that. I've never had to pee worse in my life. I never pissed in a pay toilet thing before. It was just a, a cumulative of firsts, and it was awesome. It was the happiest moment of my life. The greatest pee of your whole life. Yes, not the happiest moment. I have way more happy moments, but the greatest <laughs> pee I've ever had. <laughs> so that's why we vacation. Because now you have that story. <clears throat> just like I have the story about in the land of China, when I went into the bathroom and there was just a hole in the floor, and there was, and I thought, well, that's neat. And then I noticed that there was handles on the sides of the <laughs> stall and there was like little grooves on the floor for your feet to keep from slipping so that when you pooped, apparently from a height, 
and hang on to these handles. Uh, that's how they do that there. So just hold them the floor and lock your boots in, kind of like locking into cross-country skis almost. And then hang on to the handles as if you're going to do the ski jump. And uh, that's how you poop. So next time you see someone gearing up to do the ski jump at the Winter Olympics, and they're kind of at the top, and they're doing that slide back and forth before they go. Yeah, that's what I was picturing. That's, that's awesome. That is how they do that in the land of China. That would be awesome if it had the same thing that starts off, where it goes like, boom, 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 and then, <laughs> and then you, you take a jump when it says bing. That would be quite a challenge, just to make sure you time it perfectly. <laughs> I think you would have to rock as well, back and forth. Oh, big time. That, that, that loosens the, the stool. It's important. Very important. So... Obviously, vacations are awesome. One other thing that I think is important is that you get, like, you get culture. You get to see how different people from different places live. And for the most part, you find out, like, they either live quite similarly to you but with a hilarious accent or they live way different than you. And you're like, how do you live like that? But then you realize it works super awesome. So... When you say cultured, like I hear that word flying around a lot, like natural. What does is, what is cultured refer to? Like, what does that actually mean? Well, I think it means that, like, in different places they have their own particular culture, like something that makes their country or city or, or, or continent unique and different. And then to become cultured is to basically educate yourself on those different ways. And then, uh, and then incorporate maybe some of them into your life, or at least have some knowledge about it. Um, oh. And you don't have to be such a like a, a jerk about like, oh, my way is the only way to do it, and we're better because our way is our way. So not a diversity in experiences. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, cheese. That's what you wrote on the paper. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Two glasses of uh, wine walked in and oh. took my shorts off. Uh-oh. She's doing laundry. I hope that she pants you in classic public school style. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Too bad this wasn't a video podcast. I'm glad that it isn't because I look disheveled. <laughs> so I was saying there was cultured, and then what did you re- rebute, rebuttal with? I said... Isn't culture just a diversity in experiences? Because <laughs> that's what you wrote on the paper. That was just off the top of my head with very little research, but yes, it does fit the description for sure. Yes, I got one. Tugboat is on the board. What board? Because yeah, if, you, if you have a diversity in experiences, A, you've got cool stories. People think you're interesting as, 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 as shit. And then... You um, like realize again, like there's more than one way to do things, and uh, you can be less judgmental of other people. Yeah, actually. should probably do that anyway. But, geez, that's that's vacation kind of overall. So it prevents you from going crazy at work. It busts up your routine a little bit, so you don't get 
bogged down going to work at 7 a.m. every day and coming home at 6.30 every night, sweaty, yeah. tired, and angry. Yeah. I give you, uh, give you something to shoot for. Kind of. I go, man, I'm, I'm, I'm working my butt off so I can, can go on this super sweet vacation. So it keeps you from getting bummed out. And then when you're on the vacation, you get all kinds of experiences and if you do enough different experiences, somehow that makes you cultured, according to the cheese definition. And uh, and then you can tell sweet stories about almost peeing yourself and then almost... Imagine if you had gone in that porta potty and before the door closed from the other guy and you got in there, then it started self-cleaning itself while you were inside. So I would just, like, come out in some liquid anyways, and it would just look like I, like... But at least it wouldn't be piss, probably. Probably, yeah, no, that's true. I just probably would have been, like, I'm actually kind of interested in how it self-cleans itself, to I'm be pretty honest. sure it, if it's anything like my shower, it has that little spinning thing that just... And just sprays in a circle, and then I'm assuming there's some kind of whooshing, drying action. At least that's how I'd like it to work. Yeah, no, that, that sounds like it makes sense. That's why I'm not allowed to have money, because I would come up with ideas like that and be like, it needs to have a whoosh to dry itself, and then I would go on it when the prototype was built, and I'd be like, no, it needs more whoosh. We need more whoosh here. Yeah, how are they going to know it's clean if it doesn't make a whoosh sound? It's true. You're just wasting your time and your money. So, so cheese... I want to talk about adventures. Ooh! Even like a vacation? Yeah, but specifically the type, the subtype of vacation referred to as adventure. What's that like? So like you can be, like can you be, can your vacation be an adventure, but you can have an adventure without it being a vacation? I don't know. I Neither, neither do I. Basically... In your definition, an adventure is filled with new experiences and often high energy, but also occasionally filled with obstacles to overcome. There's probably tons of obstacles. I feel like I feel like an adventure is like where you have like just like almost like no. I don't know. Like you don't have a plan at all, so like you have no idea what's coming. So it's just like a total, total adventure. Or it's like you have it planned like pretty well, but that plan is so far outside of your comfort zone that like it's an adventure. I was thinking almost like an adventure would be in the same family as a quest where you have like a final goal, but things get in your way. Like you have to buy Ronnie Ronkman a nice birthday gift at Value Village, but then the guy driving the car crashes into somebody near the water depot and you're delayed. But then eventually you're triumphant when you return with the small cowboy hat and green vest for poor little Ron. Yeah, that that, that task turned into quite the adventure. It's a totally general example. could happen to anybody. Never happened in real life. I don't think he has that vest anymore. Um, so adventures are kind of like spontaneous-ish, 
and uh, like, hey, let's uh, let's take the scenic route to go get our hair cut. And then you end up driving to Maine, and uh, if you get your hair cut, success. If you don't, then, well, you had an adventure. Yeah, like, uh, I, I think of, like, maybe some, like, popular movies would be something like Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, where it should just be, like, a pretty simple task, go to point A to point B. But instead, they kept running into all these problems, and they ended up going on a huge adventure and running into NPH. And it's like one time when I was drunk, my adventure was going to be to go down the stairs. But, well, I had an adventure and ended up falling down the stairs. So, new experience. I went down the stairs in a different way, and uh, it was pretty high energy. And the obstacle I couldn't overcome was falling down the stairs. That's it's a very short adventure. That was bastardizing your definition. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's all right. But I was picturing uh, me tumbling down the stairs, which was awesome. Yeah. Have you been on any other adventures tugboat? Like, what's... Uh, I would say my journey to the land of China, which I referenced earlier, would be a pretty good adventure because there was a lot of new experience in terms of food and whatnot and uh, looking at jade factories and haggling with people in the street to try and lower the price using calculators to that was that was pretty new and then high energy it was exciting we were in a foreign land who knew what was going to happen was i going to fight that security guard and get on the infield of the bird's nest nobody knew i i, I didn't because of i didn't want to cause an international incident yeah and what were some of the obstacles that you had to overcome well there was this little fence and uh, I would have had to, you know, hop over that. And, and then another time I wanted to go down this hallway. And there were some teenage girls taking selfies. I think they invented selfies at that time. Circa 2009 in China. But, um, yeah. And then the language was was probably a, it was a good size obstacle. The, the whole language barrier. I mean, barrier is right in it, so. Yeah. Barrier. So, cheese. That's adventures. I had one. You talked about one. You fall down yeah. the stairs. That's an adventure. Well, I had a in a separate one on the same trip. I went uh, whitewater rafting, which I had never done before, and it was uh, up in the Alps uh, in Austria. So that was that was an adventure. In Europe at that time of year. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Awesome. That's craziness. Well, you survived, so adventure. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's reach back into the bag. And I pulled out Saga. Saga. Every day. Um, so Saga, apparently uh, some kind of musical act. Yeah, super sweet 80s band. Well, that's fun. Um, I was thinking more like a, like a series of adventures or some kind of long, drawn-out story told by a old lighthouse keeper down by the sea on a foggy and windy cold night in the dark by candlelight. 
examples here, uh, a story from your grandpa or the tugboat. <laughs> I think if you combine those two, it's what I said. I can't wait for Grandpa Tugboat. That is gonna, that is gonna be a uh, quite the saga. Well, for now, cheese, it's just gonna be old man tugboat because I ain't got no grandkids. Oh, I'm sure some will maybe get there sometime. Because first, you, first you gotta get a wife, and then that wife makes kids, and then those kids make kids. That's a grandpa. But to get the wife first. You have to get the khakis. Once you have the khakis, then you get the money. Once you have the money, then you get the women. You know? <laughs> Pretty sure that's, that's exactly how Scarface went. Um, that was more from basketball. Ba oh. Basketball. Um, I gotcha. Gotcha. I'm going to try and kick us up a notch here. So, Saga... Um, what kind of, like, have you ever been on a saga? I have not. I have neither told a saga or been part of one. I think probably, like, one of the most popular ones that are out there is the, the Star Wars saga. I'm thinking, like, if I backpacked across New Zealand, that would be a saga. Because it's long. No, it's like, probably more like a journey, a trek, or a pilgrimage, I would think. Okay, yeah. Which one? Um, it depends what the purpose of it is. Well, I guess what we should do is talk about the difference between them then. Well, I think like a, uh, like a trek, other than a, a bike company, is just usually like it's, it's got like a more uh, off-trail, like off-road, off-the-beaten-path, um, usually pretty long, and I usually see it as, like, yeah, you're traveling by foot or by bike or something. Like, there's hike, a lot of hiking involved, and it's all, like, outdoors. So nothing to do with stars, then? No. No, no, no. No. Star Wars is not a trek. Not at all. What am I going to Star Trek? The, oh, oh. Yeah. oh, crap. Jesus is an idiot. Jeez, we were on the same page at the start. Um, yeah, I, I think so. It's something that's kind of uh, arduous. Uh, like, you would trek up a mountain. Uh, you certainly wouldn't sag up a mountain. That's that's just stupid. Yeah. It's um, like Star Trek is like boldly going where no man has gone before. So, like, that's what I'm kind of saying. Like, off the path. Like, you're, you're yeah. discovering stuff. Like, you've never been there before. Breaking new ground. Breaking new ground. On like a pilgrimage, where it's like a long journey or something, but it's something that has been done before, I think. Yeah, I think but you, I guess not only is there kind of a destination in mind, but it's also the route is like clearly defined and traditional. Yeah. So people will often travel Route 66 in America, and that's like a pilgrimage, you drive that predefined highway or going up the coast highway near pebble beach that's a thing or if you happen to be alive more in roman times or visit a roman times restaurant coming to a local town near you patent pending um you might go from like you know rome to the middle east or one of these type of pilgrimages to go see um 
the thing there and the place with the, you know, religion and the whatnot. Yeah, yeah, and some of the other, like, uh, I guess cool ones or, like, interesting ones that I've heard about is, like, um, during World War Two, like, a lot of, um, like, Jews were getting out of, out of Germany due to persecution, uh, we all know that, that tale, but, like, um, they were just, like, all trying to get out, and some of them, like, their, their, their grandparents or whatever, they, they told them how they got out there, and then, like, grandkids are going out there and trying to take the same route, or going through the same places that, that they did to be able to escape, uh, out of Germany or wherever they were. A little walk so, a mile in their shoes type of activity. Or say you go to Philadelphia and you run up the stairs and do the Rocky thing. That's probably one of the most famous pilgrimages that are out there. Assuming that you went all the way to Philadelphia for that specific purpose, which I think is just an added bonus, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you would hope that it's like... Unless you're really into Rocky. Yeah, yeah. See, like, that would be like an extremely short pilgrimage. Be like, oh, isn't that the stairs where the Rocky does the thing? Yeah, you should run up it. <laughs> All right. You want to take my picture at the top? <laughs> I'm not going up there. Oh, okay. It's your destiny. <laughs> it's follow me. It is your destiny. Um, and what was the last one you talked about, Cheese, when you rhymed off that quick list? Oh, uh, Journey. Oh, Journey. Journey, another 80s band. Yeah, most 80s bands were named after traveling. Like Boston. Or the traveling Wolverines, or... Oh, Kansas. Yeah, you could travel to Kansas if you wanted to. Am I just naming cities? Yes. Yes, you are. So what? what's a journey, then? Um, it's more of like, a, I guess, similar... Okay, so like a trek is like you're trying to break new ground. You don't know where you're going, say, physically or geographically. Whereas journey might be more, um, you don't really know, I guess, where you're going purpose-wise. Or it only is recognized as a journey once you get there, once you get to your destination, then you can look back and it is a journey, but it's not a journey while you're on it well, I don't know cheese I think that you can like it, you could have a destination and purpose in mind but you don't know how long it's going to get there so you arrive at you know the next town over and somebody's like oh man how long did it take you to get here and you're like the journey took me a fortnight like I'm thinking, for some reason, I'm really drawn to the medieval and using journey in that context. Yeah, I feel like journeys more often are like, yeah, like uh, you take a horse or, uh, I don't know, what's another like medieval thing? A wagon with horses. Yeah, Damn horse it. and wagon. Uh, that makes me think of a pilgrim, so. No, it could be like, you need to go to the next town, but the journey will be fraught with peril. That's another, that's a dime word right there. Fraught. Gotcha. Nice. Well, we, should have, well, we should have done, 
for this podcast was got a list of things and tested the tugboat as to whether it was an adventure, saga, trek, pilgrimage, journey, vacation. We could do that in an upcoming episode, Chief. We, Lord knows we need the topics. <laughs> so, yeah. Seriously, though, we should do that. Okay, Star Wars. No, in an upcoming one. I'm. There's no way I can oh. figure that out now. I need to study for this test. Okay. Um. Uh. Walking up the the Rocky Steps in Philadelphia. Adventure. Uh, vacation. Uh, babysitting. Um, um, vacation. Um, uh, uh, lupus. Um, uh, ro- new book. Uh, oh, we're not playing charades. Or $10,000 pyramid or family feud, but in the speed round. What would lupus be if you were playing charades? Yeah, but I bet you uh, having lupus would be quite the saga. That would be a saga of illness. Yeah. Maybe an adventure. Maybe a trek, I don't know. No, people have had lupus before. Maybe your grandpa had lupus, then it would be a pilgrimage. Yeah, pilgrimage to the grave. But aren't we all on a pilgrimage to the grave, cheese? Keep it morbid. Uh, well, cheese. I think we're trekking into uh, the end of our journey here. All right. Well, then I would say that in an upcoming uh, podcast, we should a do that quiz and test the tugboat, and two talk about our favorite vacation adventure saga trek pilgrimage journey. I'm in. I'm in. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll stand up for that. (laughs) Or at least I'll like, I'll wheel my chair over to it. My chair has wheels. It's got, it's got wheels on it. It does squeak a little bit from the uh, stress of holding my mass. Well, maybe if you took a vacation, you wouldn't be so stressed. It's true. It's true. Maybe you did. Maybe your chair needs a vacation from your butt. I think my I think my chair just needs to meditate to try and grind through the stress. <laughs> Breathe through it. <laughs> like, All right. Like a nice, like a nice long deep squeak. <sighs> That's just gross. That just reminds me of uh, MacGruber when he was gonna shoot. <laughs> I think Cheese just shot there because he pressed some buttons on his phone. That's what you would call cream cheese. <laughs> oh, Alright, Cheese, we better wrap it up before we get any more explicit. Alright. So this has been a conversation with the tugboat. And Cheese! Good night!